Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In this episode of Plant Medicine Transmissions, I would like to continue the sharing of some important knowledge I have gathered through my own journey. The spiritual journey is a journey towards a lessening of the predominance of the ego in our own lives so that we may access other aspects of ourselves, most importantly, our spirit. As we start engaging in this process, we come into it with a very strong ego. And it is important to be aware of that. Now, one thing that the ego fears more than anything else is the unknown. As a result, the ego creates ideas, oftentimes fantasies, about what this journey is going to look like. It creates expectations of this journey to fulfill its own fantasies. Unfortunately, those fantasies are often frustrated and that results in a dissatisfaction from what we experience during that journey. Years ago, a client shared after an ayahuasca ceremony how during the ceremony he found himself on a bridge, on a bridge over a big abyss leading somewhere else. And uh, he was not willing to cross that bridge. He shared that in that moment he was afraid that he was not going to be able to come back. <laughs> there is no going back. When we engage in earnest with sacred plant medicines, with a spiritual journey, there is no going back. Not only there is no going back, but the journey ahead is a complete unknown. And we're going to find out what awaits us on the other side only by walking on along our journey. As we continue our journey, the ego can help but create new expectations or reiterate old ones. And it's important to be gently aware of that. We can be sure that expectations and the workings of the ego are acting up whenever we find ourselves once again impatient 
and dissatisfied with the results of our efforts. It is important to be aware that the spiritual and the healing process are a process of catalyzing change. Healing is not about getting well so that we can continue behaving, thinking, living our lives as we have up until mom that moment. It actually requires of us the willingness to change, to live our lives differently. If we wish to simply get well so that we can continue behaving in the same way as before, then I strongly recommend one sticks to allopathic Western medicine. So for instance, you know, in the case of uh, stomach antacids, the advertising says, if you just take this pill, you can keep eating the same heavy stuff that you like so much. Now that is not what healing is about. Healing is about change. And if we're not willing, if we're too scared, then it's best that we don't engage with it. Because that healing process and that spiritual process will catapult us into a whole new world, a whole new life. Sacred plant medicines such as ayahuasca and San Pedro are very powerful catalysts for change. They don't necessarily provide all the answers, quite the opposite. They're catalysts for change and that change continues long after the effects of the medicine subside. Those changes in our everyday life are unpredictable and they can be often very, very challenging. The process of letting go may continue in unforeseen and oftentimes uncomfortable ways long after the ingestion of these medicines. Why is that? Because by ingesting these medicines, we send a very powerful message to the universe to support us in our own growth. And as part of that growth, much letting go, much dying to ourselves, to our old selves and our old lives needs to happen. If we honestly wish for transformation, then the universe will start providing occasions for that further growth. And one of the laws of consciousness is that we cannot hold on to something that is in, in conflict 
with the new reality that we wish to manifest. We cannot run two conflicting programs in our computers and expect our computers to work optimally. At some point in that scenario of conflicting programs, of conflicting beliefs, we will be asked to make a choice. That choice implies a letting go and a dying of the old in order for the new to come to be. There is no rebirth without death. And the ego fears above everything else death. Not only physical, literal death, but also psychological death. The ego fears change and it fears what it doesn't know. And it's most important as we engage in this process to be aware of that challenge, to be aware that despite our best intentions, there is a part within ourselves that is in total resistance of that process because of the changes that it implies. As I started to engage with plant medicines, my life has experienced untold, unpredictable changes and countless deaths. Most of them were psychological, psychic deaths. Many have been having to let go of relationships, of places, of attitudes, letting go of judgments, but also as part of that process years ago, I actually came very, very close to dying physically. I was aware at that time that this was part of my healing process, but it was not comfortable. It was actually quite painful. And many times, I found myself doubting my own ability to continue this healing process. However, from uh, the very early onset of these symptoms, physical symptoms, I realized that a new stage of my own healing and my own growth was about to begin. And I trusted, I trusted this process I trusted my own journey and told myself, if I'm experiencing this, it's because it's important that I do and also because I have the tools to go through this process. I am now ready and if I don't embrace this process as wholeheartedly as possible, this will prevent my further growth. As part of this fear of the unknown, 
there is also by people who engage with these plant medicines, oftentimes unconsciously, the creation of the belief, I know. I know what the effects of these medicines are. I know how they affect me. And they start actually narrowing with their own minds the full scope of what this medicine may be able to offer to them. But plant medicines are a transformational process. Therefore, each time we come to them, we are different people with different needs in a different place along our journey. Therefore, most important is to come to them each and every time with an open mind, with an attitude of, yes, I have been drinking these medicines, I know that they're not going to kill me, but leaving it at that and leaving everything else open so that the present moment and who we are in the present moment without expectations, without ideas as to how the experience is going to unfold, can actually unfold so that we can be touched by the medicine from a place of who we are in the present moment and not two weeks or two months prior. Another aspect of the spiritual and the healing journey that is often overlooked is the fact that we are all unique beings on a unique place along our personal journey. That means that no book will be able to draw an accurate map of our own journey. Over thousands of years, we have written books, wisdom books, that support us along our journey. However, we cannot confuse the map for the territory and our own territory will be known by us only by covering it. As we follow our path, oftentimes we can't help but start comparing our own journey with that of others, of comparing our own journey with the theory about it written by others. Old feelings of inadequacy, fear of rejection may resurface and in that, in order to avoid those feelings, we may start overdoing, trying the very, very best that we can so that we feel that we are doing well and 
deserve to belong to the club of the spiritual awakened. If that were the case, it is simply part of the journey to actually integrate, to heal that wound of rejection, to heal that predicament of inadequacy, rather than trying to overcome it. I will repeat once again, the spiritual path is valid always in each step of the way. That is, every uh, challenge that we may encounter along the way is part of that journey. And it is equally indispensable and important. Oftentimes, our attention is exclusively focused on reaching a goal. And we forget that actually that goal, simply going to manifest at the very end of our journey. And that is the journey that allows us to experience that goal. There is no other way and there are no shortcuts if we try to overstep any phase of our own unique journey, we are never going to get where we want to be. So it's important to actually honor and be grateful for every part of that journey. And in my own experience, I have found that the most challenging predicaments are actually the most rewarding ones once I embrace them. I believe that to compare ourselves with others, our experience with that of others, is a dishonoring of who we are at any given time. It's a dishonoring and it's like a stabbing in our own hearts. It's a rejection of who we are. Once we are finally able to let go of that competitive attitude against ourselves and we can embrace the totality of who we are, then I would say a huge shift has happened in our own selves. A huge shift that will also reverberate into all other aspects of our lives. Blessings.